the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs. 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, Go to four82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's a light years better than our first one. Also, we survived the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. All right, everybody. It is live here for the Working Fans Podcast, the Combat Cast. And, man, we are going to talk about 2022 today who we think are going to remain champion, who's going to lose the belts in the UFC. We'll talk about some fights we want to see. And, you know, we're just excited to be here. Chevy, a little under the weather. Thank you for braving it with me today. Why don't you tell the people what we got coming up at least for the next couple of weeks? All right. So January 8th, we're going to be working on our, our next 531. It'll be greatest boxing matches of all time. And then January 15th, we're going to do another 531 greatest fighters of the 80s. So yes. make sure you yeah. send in those lists. We might be seeing our, our friend AJ Strange Brew on uh, one or two of these. Get him in on combat cast. That's right. Yeah. And we'll figure it out because Chevy's going to have a new job coming up too. So we're going to right. balance this out. We'll be in a transitional period for the next couple of weeks. But AJ wanted to get in on some boxing. So, you know, I might record two things and <laughs> you know, we'll put it together. So no worries. We'll figure it out. Damn right. All right. I want to talk about first. Let's, I guess let's talk. Let's start off with the UFC. Just just the champions. All right, we'll we'll do that, and then I got like fights I want to see, and that's mostly UFC. But I do I did throw a boxing fight and just kind of another dream fight in there too. So, but let's let's start off with the titles, and then we'll just see if we agree on some of these. I think we're gonna agree on a lot of these, but we'll start off with some of the smaller weight classes. Let's start off Rose Namajunas. I say she keeps the belt this year. So I would love to see Rose keep the belt. I'm thinking that if it's not her, it's going to be Marina Rodriguez. 
She's, uh, I think, like number four or something like that. But Ooh. she's been looking very good in her last few fights. And I think stylistically, I'd like to see her fight Rose. I think that's a great matchup. It's a, such a super competitive division, too. The women's strawweight is just such a blast. And you never know what's going to happen in these fights. We've seen Rose lay people out and then have competitive fights with them. We saw her lose to Andrade in a fight she was dominating. Then she won a competitive fight with Andrade, but then Andrade got worked by way, you know, I like guess is the epitome of how mm -hmm. MMA math doesn't work. Just look at that division. Exactly. Like it's any given Sunday to borrow a football term, and anybody can beat anybody in that elite woman strawweight class. That's what keeps it exciting, you know, that's what makes people want to watch. And on the flip side of that, let's talk women's flyweight. Valentina Shevchenko, the most dominant champion probably in all of UFC. I predict, I think we're definitely going to grant this one. She continues to remain flyweight champion. I don't see anyone beating her. I went with her as well for 2022. I think she's going to stay the champ. I, yeah, she's a force. And then continuing on with the women. Bantamweight. Now this one, Juliana Pena, baby. Does she... Essentially, it's like, can she beat Nunez in a rematch? That's the big question. Can she do it twice? You know what? I'm going for the upset again, baby. I say she does it twice, and I say this is Pena's year, and she's going to be a star, and I say she keeps the belt. I'm going to go with Amanda. I think that, you know, maybe she got too complacent, didn't train hard enough. I, I think if you see that desire and we see the best Amanda come back, mm -hmm. she's real tough for anyone to beat. She's definitely the favorite. I definitely think she's the favorite to get that belt back. But I want to spice it up a little bit. And I, I think we're both going to say Nunes is going to remain featherweight champion. I, I didn't say. even write that one down. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I put down, I'll skip this this for later. But I, I, one of my dream matches I thought would be fun is Kayla Harrison versus Cyborg at featherweight. And yeah. I think since Kayla, there might be a little delay maybe coming to the UFC. Maybe Bellator can get that done and we get that big fight between her and Cyborg. This year. Mm -hmm. I'd love um, to see that as well. Yeah, it'd be tremendous. Now, so that will do it for the women. Let's start off with the men's. Let's start off with flyweight. Brendan Moreno, super competitive division. He could definitely lose the title, uh, but I'm a fan of his. And since I don't think there's a clear cut necessarily champion going to be, and this kid just continues to make tremendous improvements, I say he holds the belt. If we see the same Moreno that fought in that second fight against Figueredo, mm -hmm. It's going to be real tough for anyone in that division to win it. That being said, if Cejudo decides to come back, I'd love to see that fight because, you know, Cejudo on his best day would give Brandon problems, I think. I agree. I agree. That would be fun. That'd be a great fight. Yeah, I'd love to see that in 2022. And then let's see. So Featherweight, Bantamweight. Uh, you know what's funny? I almost was going to put this as a title that doesn't change hands. And then I realized that Jan is technically the interim champ. So... I do predict that Aljamain Sterling is going to lose the belt. I will go as far as I think Jan is going to be the Bantamweight champion this year, and he will hold it for the rest of the year. I'm going to go with TJ. A oh, bit, yeah. bit of homerism. That division is very tight at the top. A lot mm -hmm. of high-level guys at the top. So I, I could see this changing hands a, a couple times. Jan is super dominant. So yeah, you could be right, but I'm going to go with TJ. I'd like to see TJ get that belt back. Okay. I mean, I would too. Tough division, but mm -hmm. we'll see. Featherweight. I think Max Holloway he gets the belt back this year. I say Volkanovski is going to drop it and Holloway is going to be the champ for a while now because I think he's just gotten so good. And although we have to have the fight and Volkanovski is no joke, I think it's Holloway's year. 
So I also would see Max as the champ. I I'd like to see him maybe go up. To, I'll talk about it later with the fights I want to see, but I, I'm thinking uh, I'd like to see him go up to lightweight, maybe challenge uh, for that belt. So, oh man, we got to talk about that later too. Cause I, uh, I got, I got something in my dream match of all of him too. Same, yeah. same. So <laughs> if, if it's not Holloway, I'm going to go with Giga Chikese, uh, Chickadees. I can't pronounce his name. He's like Georgian. Yeah. He, he's a yes. great kickboxer. I think he has a fight coming up against Calvin Cater. I think it's the main event, actually. So I think it's going to be a real showcase for him. Tough fight for Cater. We'll talk about it, obviously, when it gets closer. But I could see him being champ. He's he's head-kicking people. He's mm. hasn't had to showcase his ground game yet, but apparently it's pretty good. So we might see him as champ. That's another great division. Absolutely. And as for a lightweight champion, I think this is going to be Justin Gaethje's year. I think he'll beat Charles Overe, who I think is a class act and a tremendous champion. But the difference, I think, is Trevor Whitman. I think this is going to be Whitman's year. I think Rose, I think the things he's done with Usman, and I think they're going to finally crown it with Gaethje too. I think Gaethje's looked tremendous in his last Several fights with the exception of Habib, and that's Habib. And even that fight was a little weird. And there were times where, you know, those leg kicks were looking pretty good. So I just, I don't know. I think there's, like, when I look how talented Overa is, it's stylistically. I like Gaethje in that fight because he's not going to be taken down. And I haven't seen him, other than Habib, I haven't seen anyone really, like, you know. And that was, I think he, he went unconscious. Like, I don't think this guy's been tapped out yet. So... When you throw all that, and as good as Oliveira is on his feet, Gaethje's another level right now, I think, on his feet. And I like the style matchup of that fight. I like Justin Gaethje. I think he wins the title this year, and I think he's going to be the champ. I like Justin Gaethje. Personally, I think that matchup with Charles is his worst matchup. I don't think that Charles would get him to the ground, but the way that Gaethje comes in with his hands high, I think it leaves him open to, you know, if they get in a scramble on the cage or something, that Charles just gets on his back in the standing position. And Justin's jiu-jitsu, he didn't show much of it against Khabib, and Charles is scary. So I just think stylistically that's a bad matchup for him. With that being said, you know, styles make fights. Anyone could win the belt if they get the right matchup in this division. I'm going to go with Islam Makachev just because he's looked great. He has that Khabib style wrestling with a little bit better stand-up. It, we have to see him against more top-level guys, but he, he dismantled some good guys. I mean, what he did to Dan Hooker, I mean, I want to see him against some top-level guys, but I'm going to go with him as the champ. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a good candidate. You know, now, that's lightweight. Going up to welterweight, Usman will probably fight Leon Edwards this year. I think he'll I think he'll win. Nothing against Edwards. I just think Usman is he's a beast and he's looked unstoppable. Yeah, I don't see anybody taking the title from tomorrow this year. I think he'll be interested. Now, Hazmat Shemaev is a wild card, you know, but he's got to win some fights. I don't know. Maybe they fast track him if he does his next fight or two and he gets a title shot. But I'm going to have to see more of him. I don't just, you know, dismiss everything Usman's done. Yeah, I think you're right. If it's not Usman, I think it'll be Hamza. And I think, you know, he's. He, if he dominates his next opponent, which will be a you know higher ranked opponent, if he dominates his next opponent the way he's dominated everyone else, he's going to get a title shot after that. Yeah, and I'd like to see that fight against Usman. I mean, 
Usman's stand-up has looked good. His wrestling's great. I'd love to see how he matches up against the pressure and power of Hamza. And then I got Stylebender all day with his middleweight title. I don't think someone touches him. I think at light heavyweight, you know, it was an experiment. And it's not to say that experiment is done, but right now, middleweight is his division. And I think he owns it. I have a bad feeling that, that Whitaker... I mean, I say bad. I like both guys, but I have a feeling Whitaker's going to get it done. We're going to see a trilogy Ooh. fight between these two. So Whitaker, I, I'm going to go with Whitaker as the champ. And then I think maybe Izzy gets it back in the third fight. Interesting. Interesting. Look forward to seeing that. Okay. I like heavyweight. I'm not sure. Uh, Who would you say some of the top challengers for Glover Teixeira right now? Everyone in that division could beat him in the I top agree. 10, I think. Just yeah, I agree. stylistically. I mean, I'm going to go with Yuri Prochaska. Okay. He's the like Polish sam or Czech samurai. Or right, right, like right, he, right. He's got a like crazy, you know, anime hair. Mm-hmm. He has a great karate style. I think he's a real tough matchup for Glover, and I think he's next in line. I don't know what his ground game really looks like, but I, I see him probably clipping Glover and and taking him out. Just his foot movement. You know, his footwork and distance management, I, I see him being the champ. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that then because, like you, I just feel like it was a great story. I'm so happy Glover got the belt. Same. But I, I also feel like he's a vulnerable champion. And, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, we got to watch, like, a really feel-good story get willed into existence. But, uh, you know, they don't usually last. So He's Brazilian uh, Rocky. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I do think that belt is going to be leaving him, unfortunately, this year. That brings us to the men's heavyweight division, which is fascinating because this matchup is already booked. Sirogan versus Francis Nugano, Francis Nugano. And I think that is the most interesting matchup at heavyweight division you could make. And it gets a little more interesting when you realize Francis Nugano is on his last fight for the UFC and doesn't want to apparently renew his contract with the UFC and wants to go after boxing heavyweight championship so it's like is he gonna get that done now i think Gon has a great chance i think technically he's as good as any heavyweight when it comes to striking i think he's better on the technical aspect of course with all that being said nagano has that lights out power he also showed a little bit of wrestling in his last time mm-hmm. so this is easier said than done I'm kind of old school. I don't like the guy just to leave with the heavyweight title. I wouldn't be mad at Francis because I, I think he's a great dude. I'm going to say Ghana gets it done. I'm going to say Ciro Ghana. Ciro Ghana gets it done. And I say he pulls off the upset and he takes that heavyweight title. So you don't think John Jones fights or you don't think he has a chance of winning? Oh, I didn't think about this for the whole year, right? Yeah. Okay. You know what? Change your pick. But you know, I'm not, I'm not going to change my pick. I'll tell you why. Because even if Nagano stuck around or Cyril Gunn, I think at the end of the day, I think that kind of power, we don't know what kind of John Jones we're getting. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sold on the fact that John Jones can just come up to heavyweight and just be the heavyweight champion because he's the greatest light heavyweight of all time. I need to see that. So I'll go with Gunn. But goddamn, yeah, I could see Nagano walk up. Nagano's probably not going to be heavyweight champion because if he wins, he's going to lead the company. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Jones comes back and wins the title either. But well, well I'm not picking John Jones either. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I am picking Curtis Blades. So wow. I think <laughs> that his kryptonite, the power puncher in Ganu, like you said, will be gone in boxing by the end of the year. Whether he wins or not, I don't – I think maybe he just leaves, which, you know, good for him. Go get paid. I would like him to stay because – you know, 
he's the heavyweight champ. He's the mm-hmm. most exciting fighter. But that leaves Curtis Blades. Derek Lewis doesn't want to fight <laughs> for a championship because it's five rounds. So he's not interested in the belt unless it's a three-round fight. So I'm going to go with Blades. I think if if John Jones becomes the champ for some reason, he has great wrestling, but it, Curtis is a big... I, I just think his wrestling is going to be better. He's not going to get knocked out by Jones. And then as far as gone, he has great footwork, but I don't think he knocks Curtis out either. I think Curtis is going to be able to wrestle these guys without the threat of the power punchers in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Right. Without the power punchers, Blades is definitely an interesting pick. We'll see. I like it. All right. Let's talk about some potential dream fights here. And we talked a lot of UFC. So before we get to that, like I said, I think, Harrison, Kayla Harrison and Cyborg would be the fight to make as far as women go this year. And it wouldn't even be a fight in the UFC. So I think that's an interesting matchup. Harrison's a free agent right now. Cyborg's with Bellator. Scott Coker, get it done, man. Get it done for your organization. Put that spot and send it to Mohegan's son so your boys can get up there. Please do. Maybe check this out because I would love to see that fight. And then one other fight, or I start getting those on UFC fights. I want one a boxing match. I'm going to throw two boxing matches actually. I got Anthony Joshua, who I think will hopefully get his world title back this year, and Tyson Fury. I'd love to finally see this fight. If Joshua gets that belt back, let's not fuck around. Let's sign these two. Let's get them in the ring. Let's see what happens. I think Tyson Fury is the best fighter in boxing at heavyweight right now, and I don't think it's even close. And just to be fun, this is because who knows what's going to happen. I'll say the other heavyweight boxing match I want to see is Tyson Fury versus Francis Nagano. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. If Francis walks out with the UFC heavyweight title, then I say book the damn match. And I got to tell you, <laughs> I like Tyson Fury. But I just think there'd be something, just because it would be such a shocking upset for someone to pull that off. And Francis has that power. He'll probably get lit up for a few rounds and then eventually get taken out because he's going to get picked apart by that amazing footwork of Furious. But what a story that would be, Francis Nagano, if he had both heavyweight championships. That would be be something crazy for sure. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I'll throw some other dream matches here. One I had down, again, I like to think that this guy maybe wins the lightweight title this year. We'll see Justin Gaethje. I'd like to see Justin at some point fight Max Holloway. I just think that would be... Such an amazing fight stylistically. If we can get Max as featherweight champion and Justin as lightweight champion too, and we book that fight, like, <laughs> forget, I don't know, like, forget about pay-per-view record. This is going to be an amazing, amazing fight. Oh, yeah. Could be one of the best fights of all time. That's a great matchup. I also got, this one's not going to happen, but I got Habib versus Usman. If Habib came back, I'd still love to see Habib at welterweight mm-hmm. to see what he could do. And what a fight that would be against Kamara Usman. Again, that one's probably a little far-fetched. I don't think Habib's coming back at this point. But, uh, hey, you never know. And then another one I'd like to see is Kobe versus Masvidal. So, and we got Randy Oscar and some comments out here saying, let's go. And, What's up, uh, Randy? I don't know, Florida... I'm not sure what that means, but FYI to you too. <laughs> might be a bot. That's all right. We appreciate the support no matter what. So, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, Kobe versus Maslow, like I said, would be a good grudge match just to be fun, you know. What are some fights you got? So, I had some of the same fights as you, so I'll try not to name those ones off. But as far as boxing, I want to see Lomachenko fight against Tiafimo again. 
Lopez. I think he gets that done in the in the rematch. There there were talks about Canelo going up to cruiserweight and fighting Usyk. I would love to see that. Canelo would be the greatest of all time if he went up, fought Usyk at cruiserweight and beat him. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'd like to see Anthony Joshua get back his belt though at heavyweight and and set up a fight with Fury. I want to see Francis and John Jones or Stipe and John Jones. I'd be down for that as well. I have Joanna versus Whaley too. Uh, that was the mm-hmm. greatest women's fight of all time. Joanna yes. went all of. 2021 without fighting she's not going to get a title shot right away no matter how bad she wants one i think that's a good fight you know title eliminator or contender eliminator fight i want to see dominic cruz versus Corey sandhagen in the bantamweight division in the Mm. ufc i think that'd be a great matchup just like the footwork you know Oh, yeah. And Hagen said that he kind of models his footwork off of Cruz, so I'd love to see that. I think that would be some of the smartest high-level defensive MMA we've ever seen in the octagon. I'm going to just take a quick break here. We'll answer this man's question. Ready to ask it. Does Jake Paul fight an actual boxer this year? If you want to – I mean, the Tommy Fury fight could still happen. Yeah. Tommy Fury's opponents are like have a combined record of like four and like – 200 like literally wow yeah really? Is this uh, okay wow yeah right. so I, I assume jake beats him I, I don't know i i don't know we'll see yeah so yeah randy i still got some more cruz. fights yeah so, we're yeah. gonna get to so randy like to see don cruz get a title shot again so piggybacking off that cruz sandhagen fight i think you're right amazing footwork but uh you said you have some more so let's uh let's keep them going so go, going back to the holloway moving up to to lightweight yes I'd like to see him versus Connor at lightweight. Uh, okay. Number two. I like get that to, w back, son. <laughs> I like to see him get that one back. You know, get rid of Connor. Yeah. <laughs> send him packing. I actually thought about, I forgot to put it down. I actually thought about Connor and Ferguson since they're both bad on their luck right now. Just, it'd still probably be a hell of a fight, make some money, and then just see what happens. Right. I assume if we see Connor fight, it's going to be Diaz three. Yeah. Mm. I'll watch that too, I guess. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm less excited for that fight like every day that goes by. But I also want to see TJ versus Aldo. We, we had talked about that one. Yeah, and that's when right. Aldo won his last one. I'd like to see that one, whether it ends up for the belt or not. I don't care. I, I want to see it as a main event, a five-round fight. I think that's very good. Who does Connor fight next? I'm well, I'm going to go with Nate. I don't know. Yeah. What, what are you thinking, Dave? Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. It's a big money fight. The only thing I'm wondering, does Nate only have one fight left on his contract, too? I think so, yeah. I assume that fight is at 170. Connor's been ballooning up to, yeah. he says, 190 pounds or whatever. Then I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to go with that Ferguson fight then. Because I'm going to say that Dana gets a little scary about giving somebody one fight on their contract and then giving them a big platform like Connor and then having him leave if he gets the win and then goes over to Bellator or some other promotion. I don't think it's Connor's last fight. I think it's Nate, just Nate's last fight, right? Yeah, it'd be, yeah, Nate's. But I think, you know, you get Nate gets the big W and he gets that spotlight put on him and then he no longer works for your company. You know, I don't think Dana likes that too much. But Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like we'll you, you're missing money, out on making as much money as possible. Yeah, uh, it, I think you just resign yourself to losing Diaz. I think he's going to go fight one of the Paul brothers anyway. Mm. So, uh, did you get that done? Yes, yeah. I think so. 
He's not getting knocked out, that's for sure. So, and so he's not going to get tired. So, I would definitely favor him against either Paul brother. You got another other dream fights? No, okay. that's all. That's all I got. Okay. So, like I said, we're going to talk some boxing the next couple of weeks. So, Randy, you in the comments there? I need some boxing lists. And on that note, Chevy, why don't you hit us what we got coming up next week? All right, January eighth, we're going to do a five three one on greatest boxing matches of all time. Yeah. And then January 15th, we're going to do a 5-3-1 on greatest fighters of the 80s. All right, I love it. And one more question before we get out of here, because my man threw it in, and I love the answer. Do we see anyone jumping from Bellator to UFC or vice versa? I guess Nate might be the favorite now, right? Because he's got to uh, get that money. You know, I mean, another one that I would not rule this out is Francis Nagano. Because even though Nagano might leave UFC, go do some boxing, Bellator still pays good money. Seems like Francis has more of an issue with the UFC. So I think there's money to be made there, possibly. And it's definitely in Bellator's best interest if they could sign a guy like Francis. So I'll throw it out there. I don't think we see anyone of note jumping from from one to the other, probably. Mm, okay. So. I think if Francis leaves, he's going to go to boxing. He's going to yeah. probably make a lot more money there. So. Mm, yeah, probably will. Probably right. It would be interesting, though, to see Francis become the belt collector of MMA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, all right, guys, that'll do it for the Combat Cast. As always, we thank you, and we'll see you at the fights. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's WorkingFansWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, WorkingFansWrestling underscore pod and then as always please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm google podcast spotify breaker overcast pocket cast radio public all your major platforms if you're following us on apple podcast which we are also on now and youtube please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating it helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week 